Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 51 years ago while his five kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family owned, operated, and friendly here at Toscano. Have you come to learn with us yet? We offer free CE webinars monthly for our agents, and we have product trainings as well. Want to learn more about what we have to offer here at Toscano? We can customize a training just for you and your agency. Reach out to the marketing team today. We'd love to help. Today, we're talking about making time to think. Do you set a schedule to allow yourself to have a break, to be creative, to think, to plan out what you're working on or what your focus is for the week? Are you preparing for your meetings and communications with others? Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Dana, it is almost the weekend. I know our listeners listen to this on Mondays typically, but you know, it's almost the weekend for us. It's time to celebrate, right? Happy Friday. Yes. Yes. Hope everyone's doing well. How are you doing, Nicole? Good. Um, prepping to leave this weekend to come out to the office. So it'll be Yay. nice to see you in the flesh, Dana. So that'll be good. Can't wait. I, I can't wait. Yes. Yes. You know, a couple just, months. It has been, it's been a bit, but uh, I just, I say this every time, you know, Sophia's nine and she's not like in all of these crazy things. She's in dance and stuff. And obviously she has schoolwork and all those things, but it always surprises me how much prep time there is as a parent to leave your child for a period of time. Like, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like, don't forget your, your instrument this day. You've got dance this day. Someone's got to pick her up here. Don't forget. She's bringing snack for school. Like I'm like, literally I've got calendars on my desk for people who are helping me out. My, my poor husband, he's, he's taking the brunt of it, but like, yeah, it's just a lot. (laughs) I can't keep track of my day half the time. (laughs) Yeah. You moms and dads out there, you you got it going on. One kid or multiple kids. I don't know. I really don't know how y'all do it. (laughs) Especially when sports and little, you know, whatever activities they're in. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's prep work outside of real work. And how do you handle it all, right? Right. And it really leads into what we're talking about today. You know, I know we've talked about being busy before. We've talked about time management before, but, you know, I think that so many of us lack the ability to be honest about our workload and how we need to take the time to prepare for our communications and our meetings and the things we need to do. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I am buzzing from one thing to the other And, you know, I always give everything 110%, but I know I could be communicating better or I could be doing something better if I had just taken the right amount of time to prepare for it. And it's so hard to do. I mean, you know, talking about prepping the stuff, you know, for Soph. So, you know, like her clothing's laid out and this and that and her snack and her this and her that you know, yes, that's prep work. And I have to do that because I need to make sure my kid has underwear when I'm gone. But, you know, when it comes to being at work, do we give ourselves the downtime during the day to prep for the meeting we have with the team or to prep for the communication we're sending to a client to actually allow our brains to like stop and think, how do you carve that time out when the work just keeps 
you know, piling in. It just keeps piling up, right, Dana? Yeah, yeah. And as you know, I mean, every week another meeting comes up, another something, and we just gladly put it on the schedule and we put it, and again, it's adding to our plate typically. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do that meeting. Yeah, I'm going to squeeze that one in. But what we, that's what we tend to leave out, Nicole, is the prep time. Oh, yeah, that's great. I can take on that meeting. Yeah, that time's available. But is it really, if, we put the prep time in we need for the rest of the day for that day. If you have other meetings in line and again, we always want to make it work, but you're right. We need that our brain to breathe a little bit and soak in what we're really getting into guilty as charged. There's times where I feel like I can make the time. Um, And again, the time was based on praying there's no interruptions. <laughs> let's, let's face those facts. Um, and then there's other times where I'm walking in going, I really wish I made more time for this because yes. I know I have more that I want to say, but I am, it's slipping my mind at the moment. Cause I was so distracted before I came in. Um, I'm open to any suggestions. I think the only thing I, I would have to do is almost mark it on my calendar to p- put that time aside, put myself yeah. Block yourself, turn your phone, you know, whatever you take have control. Yeah. You know? control. But I, I'm guilty where I get so busy. I forget to do that. I know. I know. It's, sad. I know. It is. it's tough. Guilty as charged. Like I, said. I know, you know, do you use, and this is something I've started to do. I've done this for years, but, um, kind of brought this to my team here with the marketing team. I make sure our meeting together as a team, we have two meetings a week. So one meeting is just kind of, it's, it's always Monday morning. It's always nine o'clock. It is one hour. And what we're doing is I send out, um, an email on Friday to everybody to send me the items that they want to touch base on in the meeting on Monday morning, I get an agenda together and I promise them that that meeting is going to be less than an hour, but it allows us all to talk together in a group, we get, you know, the whole, how was your weekend thing? You know, it's our nice re-entry back into the work week. And then we're going through the things we're focusing on for the week, what our short goals are. And on our team, you know, a lot of what we do gets passed to each other. So it's really kind of like an assembly line. If this isn't done by this person, then this person can't do what they need to do. So this mean meetings really, um, collaborative and, you know, just having a really good sight as to what's going on for the week, what we need to be getting done. We're together. We know it's going to be an hour, but I force everybody to prep for it Friday. Tell me what you're going to want to talk about. It also makes them think and organize themselves as to, okay, this is kind of getting them to organize what their focus for the next week's going to be before that week's even started. I think it's important to have those meetings in the morning at the beginning of the week versus the afternoon. Cause I feel like you're scrambling and you're having to communicate with everybody. You're on, on off the phone or sending this email or sending that email, just get it done first thing in the morning. So I love having an agenda. I think it really helps because when I'm coming in Monday morning, I'm still coming off the weekend. You know, I'm still trying to get those thoughts together as to, okay, what should my focus be this week? So by doing that Friday, that has really, really helped my team. Do you use an agenda for any of your meetings, Dana? Do you guys yeah, do that? Yeah, one of our assistant manager, she's really good at, at putting together an agenda. And we usually get it the day before. And she always asks if there's anything else we need to add, please let me know. And sometimes that happens. And the other thing that it does is um, 
like you said, as far as time restraints, they, I will tell you, they've become very sensitive. They know our time's valuable, but these meetings are valuable too. So they Mm -hmm. know that they're important, but doing that agenda keeps us on point. Um, And I'm not saying it can never kind of start to drift off, but sometimes if it happens, it's, it's necessary. There was something that came up in that topic that was never addressed before. And we might have to dive into it and that's fine. That's why we brought it up. But the agenda brings us back and says, okay, next thing we need to move on to this because we got to get through this agenda. These are the, these are the hot topics we wanted to talk about for the week, you know, and then if there's something more elaborate, Hey, let's, let's regroup and get that together for next week. And I actually think our team does a great job of that too, Nicole. Um, And that does, like you said, it helps with the time part of it. Again, we want to get all the important things crossed, but we also want to get all on the same page. And especially when there's new news out there maybe about a carrier that we really need to get into or a new carrier, or whatever it is, or a mm-hmm. change or a big change somewhere that we right. need to address. So um, I do enjoy that part of it. It does make it so, you know, when you're going in that meeting that, you know, you're not going to be there for three hours. It's not yeah. unorganized and you're just talking about everything and anything. And, you know, you can get back to your work when you're done. Exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of time your mind starts to drift going, oh my gosh, I have all this stuff on my desk. We're sitting here. This is going on forever. It's nice if people know the expectation because their mind doesn't start to wander and that anxiety doesn't start to build because it happens for some people. Definitely does. The other thing that we do is we take notes. Uh, One person on the team takes notes during the meeting and then sends out the notes from the meeting um, for all of us to review. So taking the time to prep, reading the notes from the previous meeting, going through the agenda of the things that we're going to talk about helps you to prepare. If you don't look at those things and you sit down in the meeting and your meeting becomes your prep time for the meeting, you've just wasted an hour of everybody else's time because you're not bringing anything to the table. So I know it's difficult, but you know, it's, it's definitely a necessary element. It it helps you to be a better team member. It helps you to, you know, manage your time better, you know, set your goals, set your workflow for the week, all of those sorts of things. But this is something I have struggled with. And I say bobblehead, you know, Dana, it's no secret that you and I are both pleasers. And we've talked about this on other podcasts. We always want to help if someone asks for help. Yeah, we're bobbleheads. We'll say yes. We'll say yes. We'll say yes. And we like that overflowing plate. We really talked about that with the meatloaf and the peas before. You know, it's something that I still do. I still say yes. You know, we need to to rock the right to say no. In addition to, we need to make sure we're taking the time to schedule some desk time or schedule some do not disturb time. So we're not just ping pong balls. Because when you're a ping pong ball all the time, you really aren't getting very much done, right? right? You can't focus. Right. I think the more I think about this, you know, we complain about not having time guilty. Again, I'm not just saying, just saying we rhetorical, I complain about, (laughs) I have enough time for a lot of things but especially this prep time, but actually, if you make that prep time, you will be more efficient. If that makes sense. Definitely. It sounds crazy if you, Mm -hmm. but really, if you are organized going in and you have it down to point, your meetings on point and you keep it on point, you're going to save time in the meeting. So it gives you more time to do your work. And then on the back end, you're actually pre-preparing for the next meeting. So you're already kind of lined up. So you mm-hmm. can kind of have some bullet points going in. And yes, you may add to them. So making the time for prep in this conversation, Nicole, actually 
will likely save you time. If we can just yeah. get better at it. That's all I want to do is get better at it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so and easy you know, to say it, Nicole. It's so much easier said than done. It is. It is. And I know a lot of people are probably like, oh my gosh, they have no idea what my workload is like. And you can sit there and say, yes, I'm going to take an hour. And I don't have time to sit and think and let my brain have a break. And, you know, when we do take that time and we do let ourselves have some time to think, I feel like I don't even have time to think sometimes. Like it's just the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Or, you know, I'll be prepping to open a webinar and open a class. And before I do so, you know, I'm answering emails. I'm answering some phone calls. I used to, used to, you know, before COVID, give myself a good 15 minutes just to regroup before I'd start teaching a CE class or a product webinar. Just bring it all in so I was completely focused, review my notes, get everything set up. I used to be so good to myself. (laughs) And then COVID hit. I will be answering emails, phone calls, all of those things, minutes before I'm opening the class now. Why I started doing this, I don't know, but my quality is not nearly as good. Yeah, I might be able to, and I get compliments. Yes, I know my classes are different. People love them. It's great. I don't feel like I am as focused as I can be sometimes because I am the ping pong ball right beforehand, just trying to get as much done and being as efficient as possible. When it's really, I think I'm being efficient because I'm, you know, getting some of those emails done and returning some of those calls before I'm going to be unavailable for an hour and a half. But really, I'm not giving as good of quality as I could be. So to be kinder to yourself and, you know, know your own um, things that set you off, be self-aware, know the times of day where you're the most effective or the least effective me three o'clock in the afternoon, I swear my brain starts dripping out of my ear. It's what it feels like. Like I just can't do any heavy concentration type work. Don't ask me to have a creative idea or creative solution at that time of the day, because I've been at it since 6.30 working and it's just not happening anymore at that point. Like when I see creativity is in the morning. Yeah. When I see a meeting, come on, they're like meeting three o'clock afternoon. I go, okay, great. I'll get my tea or coffee ready because I'll definitely <laughs> need my pick me up. And I think I'm <laughs> extra. Those are the ones that kind of require extra prep, really. That sounds horrible, but we just do so many things in a day. We all do. We multitask. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's the multitasking. I feel like you can get this all done. Oh man, I've been so guilty. I'm going to make that phone call now because that way that person knows I'm taking care of it. You know? Oh, yeah. But really, you know, a quick email to them just to say, hey, I'm going to be calling you, you know, after 10, you know, about this, that two seconds. So then you can shut that off and get that out of your brain, but just save so much time and help you refocus on the what you really need to focus on. Yes, definitely. It's, it's important. The other thing with prepping for meetings and communications is you also don't want to waste other people's time as well. It's very important to be respectful of their time. And if you haven't taken the time to prepare for your communication, you're more likely to go off in a tangent. You can't remember, you know, anybody ever saw the movie Up with the dogs and they see the squirrels, they'll just be talking and playing and they'll go squirrel and they'll like completely freeze and look (laughs) at the squirrel. Like we all have those squirrel moments, I call them, but you know, taking the time to prep is also being respectful of other time 
of time of others as well, which is really, really important. The other thing is when you are organizing meetings, um, whether this is with a client or if this is internal, whatever it may be, only invite the people that absolutely have to be there. Right. You don't want to waste other people's times. You know, we don't need six people in this meeting. We don't need to create a committee for business cards. You know, we need two people. Here you go. These are our options. Boom. This is what we're going to be using. You know, you don't want to make it too broad because the other thing that happens when you have too many people involved in meetings is it takes longer to make decisions. So only you know, have the folks in there that are necessary. When it comes to dealing with a client, you know, obviously let the client decide who needs to be there for that meeting. This is more of an internal conversation, but, you know, really important to make sure that we're um, aware of that. And for Pete's sakes, if you can, don't do a three o'clock meeting. If you are like me and fall asleep at three o'clock and things aren't going well, don't do it. You know, we switched ours to morning and that seems to work well for our team, but um, having that awareness and knowing what's working best for you is super, super important. But I promise Dana, I've decided, you know, with all these things I've got going on, um, I am going to be kinder to myself and take control of my day because you can, you really can. I know a lot of us are like, well, we're at the mercy of the the phone and customers and this and that. There is nothing wrong with scheduling half an hour as your focus time for work on this at uh, this time of the day. As long as you communicate it with the folks you work with, there's nothing wrong with that. Picking that time that works well for everybody in the organization or on the team, there's nothing wrong with that because when you do take that time it's going to help you to be more efficient. It's going to help you to be more focused. When you're tired and you're overworked and you're trying to cram it all in, the quality of your work isn't as good. If you would have taken some time, you're going to be more focused to come back and you'll get more done. It sounds opposite, but um, you know, I, I actually have a meeting this afternoon with my advisor from school. I am um, going to try to, to double up. Now, I know I'm going to say the exact opposite of what I'm <laughs> preaching here, but there's a reason to just listen to this. I'm going time. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. We all do it. We all do it. Well, anyways, I'm meeting with my advisor um, to talk about doubling up on some of my courses to finish um, my coursework sooner to my degree sooner. Um, So I'm going to be speaking with him this afternoon to go through um, his recommendations and what courses I could double up on this, that, and the other thing. So I'm looking forward to that call and um, figuring that out. But I think I know myself pretty well. I can be really, really efficient if I can plan out what I'm doing. So in you know, regard to that, I feel like I'm planning what I'm going to be doing for the next nine months. I know, you know, I'm going to have this workload here and this workload there, but you know, I am going to be taking away two courses that I'm applying that I'm not going to have to actually take because of work life experience. So, you know. I know it sounds opposite of what I'm saying, but to me, it's truly not because it's allowing me to plan my next nine months. If this looks like two courses I can do together instead of just one during this term, because they pair well together or the professor has a similar teaching style or workload. To me, that's a good way for me to prepare and understand what's coming. Does that make sense, Dana? Or am I really just contradicting myself? Yeah. I mean, but you end up like, you're going to save time on the back end if you do yeah. it, honestly. I mean, you'll give right. yourself more time. And sometimes you have to, I guess, squeeze a little bit more in to help save time on the on another end. I mean, I think, again, that's good preparation and looking ahead. Now, if your advisor says, honestly, these classes coming up, they're going to take a lot of your time. And you'll, you'll weigh your options at that point. But that's right. you're seeking the guidance, which is great. I think that's always an important thing. Um, 
and even if some of your prep work, not just with the schooling, but at work and things, if if yeah. you need to collaborate with someone in the office to make sure your meetings are on point, get with that person, manager, yeah. coworker, whoever it might be, and say, help me, let's help organize this so we can keep everybody on the same track, not waste all their time. If you need the help, try to organize that and get that done before the meetings too, or before your appointments or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, sometimes it sounds really weird, but sometimes I can get more done in an actual work day than I do like on a weekend when I have free time. That's the way I think of it Mm. because there's like more structure to it. So if you can actually, not that I don't love my weekends, (laughs) please, but when you have certain things and sometimes when you have crazier schedules, you feel like you get less done, but you might be accomplishing more than you actually think. So, but again, it's the prep time and making time. And sometimes yeah. a, a, a busier schedule will, will force you to, to do that. If again, don't over jam yourself, but I hope this is making sense. <laughs> it is. No, I'm the same way. Like if I've got more structure and like, I have my time spots figured out, I'll do better versus if I don't plan it out, I'm kind of ping ponging and, you know, jumping on whatever comes in. I can be like, okay, I'm going to look at my email from this time to this time. If I don't structure that and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go through my emails. I could be going through emails for three hours and not even realize it because that's how many stinking emails come in and how many things need to be touched. And I haven't even touched all the other things that are due by the end of the week. Like it helps with delegation too, which we all need to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's important, but, um, I'll just share with you real quick. December, I have one CE class, no other webinars. I usually do about seven webinars a month. I do onboarding training. So till the end of the month, you know, I'm doing probably between 10 and 15 classes total. So I'm only doing a CE class December. Um, I have, scheduled out my December for my workload to prep for the first quarter to write and develop all of my classes for the first quarter. I'm doing that in December. The whole purpose of me doing that is to be able to number one, be ahead, have it match the marketing drip campaign that I'm working on for strategic planning for 2022 and allow my team to work on the things that I give to them from that process ahead of time as well. Like we have been so pushed since COVID to get these classes out, get these classes out, get these classes out, which is great. And it's a fantastic marketing strategy for us. And it's been working really well, but I have been constantly behind the eight ball to produce, develop, think, and create these classes. And it's hard to pull that creativity and have those great ideas when there's so much of a time and pressure that's behind it. So I'm really looking forward to December and I'm allowing myself to have the time to think and be creative and develop. And that also trickles down to my team with their responsibilities after I write the stinking course. So that is a good way that I will say I am being kind to myself. I am allowing myself to have time to think and develop and create those things um, with a clearer mind. So Hopefully that will help. Yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, I'm going to go back to running again. Mm-hmm. We always do because that's all I know, people. <laughs> that's not trail. <laughs> that's just my thing. But yeah, as far as like what I got to go back to marathon training, the craziest thing I'll ever do in my life, probably. But they have a taper at the end for a reason to prepare you for 
the big event. So sometimes you do need to take those taper backs to do that. Mm. It's usually ideal. And sometimes if, if you learn, if you read a lot, like if you overdo it up to that big event or whatever it is you're doing, it could hurt you. You could get injured or you could overdo it, or just might not, like you said, just might not go as smoothly as you would have liked it to go. So just a little other analogy, stepping back out of work. Um, when you stop back and look at a lot of successful people, I think they do take that time and they make that time. And Nicole, you've been scheduling all these multiple webinars every single month. So you, you definitely have a plenty, you know, enough going on that you, you can allow that time. Yeah. So again, it's all because you plan and that December planning is going to help you have the next year of success. Right. So definitely that's great strategy. I think, I mean, and again, I will keep improving on. (laughs) Definitely. We all need help with this. We do. Um, I just think, and it's not just the insurance industry. I think it's every industry. Everything is so fast paced. Sometimes I think I need to move to Jamaica. Like they seem to have it figured out. Like everything's just like, bum, 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 bum. Like, do you think Hawaii too? I don't know why Hawaii seems. Oh, I just, yeah. Hawaii would be great too. Definitely. Now I I think we just saw the squirrel. (laughs) Squirrel, Hawaii. It's all oh beach. my gosh! Well, you know, I I have a friend I was talking to this past week. He's an engineer and he is training somebody who's from Jamaica. And he's like, you know, the guy told me I'm so uptight and I work so fast. He's like, and I didn't really realize this until I started watching the way he works. He's like, he's very laid back. He's like, but he's not working as fast as we need him to. I'm like, yeah, it's different. Like they live and they're a lot healthier too. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, the stress levels are very different. (laughs) I'm sure. And sometimes I wish I could be like that. You know, I wonder if they're more disconnected too from stuff, not in a bad way, in a good way, in a healthy way. Right. Sometimes we're way too connected, you know, and that's leads to a reason why we keep cramming our schedules, you know, because we're way too connected. So, so much involved with it. You know, we all know it, we all fight it. Um, and we're all in it together. I mean, we're all just trying to figure it out the best that we can. And again, a day at a time sometimes because yes, it all piles up quickly. But again, yes. do what you can to prep. Take Absolutely. care of yourself. Take that time. Take yeah. That time. I'll end with this. Don't worry. Be happy. Sorry, I had to do it. Was it a, a Matata? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Email us podcast at tiscanners.com. Dana, rock your weekend. You too, everyone. Talk to you later. Thanks, Nicole. And I'm on the roll.